0: Welcome to the Raising Sons Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, it's Dr. Shell with another episode of the Raising Sons Podcast. And today we're talking about how to raise Christian sons. So let's talk about first, we're going to start off with the scripture and the Bible says that we should train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. So when we're talking about how to raise Christian sons, there we have the we have the instruction right there. We are to train up a child in the way they should go. And so what is that training? What does that look like? So it can look like a myriad of things. Um, so some of the ways that you can train them up is taking them to church, of course, putting them in Sunday school if your church offers it, putting them in children's church if your if your church offers it, um, having them participate in AWANA, which is like a weekly Bible study class that a lot of times churches offer, uh, doing Bible studies or devotionals with them, um, have them participate at in activities at church, um, so that they can see it as a positive place. So there are, you know, lots different churches have things that they offer, you know, kids. Um, and so it's participating in those things, even if it's not, so like we have like a fall festival at our church. Um and then the kids are able to dress up in um like it's different Bible characters and things like that. Um or they can just come. They don't necessarily have to be dressed. We've had activities like Children's Day activities where they have like jumpy houses and just activities for the children. And I think that it's important that you, you know, involve your your sons in those kind of activities so they see church as a positive place that it seems, you know, welcoming and it's something fun. Um, and then they view it as a, a a form of community. It's a it's another form of community. And so putting that in a positive light associating that with a positive light, I think helps in that whole training aspect. I also think, you know, doing church with your sons and tying in relevant issues that they are facing. So one of the things that we did during the pandemic, of course, churches were closed. Um, So we started having um, church with our sons. And so we would use a Bible lesson and talk about how that Bible lesson impacted them, you know, in their day to day. Um, And so those things were helpful. And some of that we've, we've continued, but I think it's really important that you make the Bible practical for your sons and and tying it into things that they're dealing with. So you want to make it something that they can associate with, that they can connect to on the level for them. And so maybe, you know, and of course this is going to be based on the age of your son. So the younger they are, you know, maybe you're teaching, you know, Bible lessons than Bible stories and talking about friendship and things like that. And then as they get progressively older, you're talking about topics, you're tying in topics about bullying and how you treat other people and, um, what it means to respect someone or respect, you know, adults or, um, you know, different things that they may be dealing with in terms of technology or, um, even sex, tying all of that, connecting all of that to, um, relevant stories in the Bible. Cause you know, if you, if you read the Bible, you know, there's a lot that's in there and a lot has happened. (laughs) Um, it's like, um, one of the best like thrillers that you can read or engage with. So I think that that's important. I think it's also important to talk to your sons about your own experiences. So the real ways, tangible ways that, that God has shown up for you in your life so that they It's not just like pie in the sky that it's real tangible things that are happening that are happening for you that have happened for you and maybe even things that have happened for them. And so helping it to, to make it. Um, realistic, real for them. Talking about your own experiences, asking them about experiences experiences that they've had and really teaching relationship and not religion. I think relationship is an easier thing to grasp than religion because when you teach religion, you teach uh, laws and restrictions. And that's not what that's not what God came for. He didn't He didn't come to to make us feel trapped or um, boxed in. That's not even how he operates. And so, you know, teaching your son about relationship and helping him to understand that God desires for us to be in relationship with him and what that relationship looks like. Um, Also, praying together with um, together as a family and with your sons. One of the things that I realized early on is oftentimes parents are parents feel. You know, they may feel nervous about dropping their kids off at school or different, you know, just them being outside of their care. Um, they they no longer feel like they have control. And I learned early on that God gave me my children to steward, but they really belong to him. And there was an incident when one of my sons was younger um, and I really... Learned how to turn them over to God, right? So when they're at school, when they when they're out of my care, really just pray and ask God to to watch over them and to keep them. And so I think, um and so as a byproduct of that, it was also important for me to start having my sons and I pray on their way to school. So every morning, um, I drop them off to school and we say a prayer. I usually start the week off, and then they take turns. Um, praying, and so we we pray about a, a myriad of things. But
1: the biggest thing,
0: you know, for me is making sure that I'm asking God to protect them and keep them. And so it's been a really interesting thing for me to, you know, I, I started that, um, and so to hear them pray because I'm when I was praying because for a while I was the one praying and they weren't um, in, involved in it, and then I started having them pray as well. So what I learned is they're listening to me. They're modeling um, because their prayers started to sound like some of my prayers. And then they started adding in their own things. And so I was like, wow, okay. So, you know, getting in the habit um, of, you know, praying together with them helps them to learn how to pray. And, you know, the kinds of things to, to say. Because sometimes um, your son may be hesitant to, to pray because he feels like he doesn't know what to say. So by modeling that, by doing that with them, um, they you are now doing it themselves. I mean, doing it, we're all doing it, you know, together. Um, also, you know, I want to take a break to tell you about the Raising Sons Manual. This ebook style guide consists of conversation starters, guides, and exercises to assist you with navigating the same tough topics and conversations we discuss on this podcast in real time. If you or your child has been hesitant about therapy, or if you just need something tangible and practical to put into practice, This is the manual for you. I am offering a free sample to all listeners of the podcast. Click the link in the show notes to download. Allowing them to see faith in action. So if you all are praying for something, if you're believing for something, talking to them about what you're believing for, what you're praying about, what you're expecting God to do or to see. And so actually seeing the manifestation of that, right? Cause it helps to bring it home that, you know, God is real and He's working. He's always moving. So allowing them to see faith and action is also something is also another way that you can help to to train them up and you can, you know, raise Christian sons because you want them to see the positive. There's, you know, there's lots of negative things about, you know, God and Christianity and um, you know, why you wouldn't want to do that because he's restrictive and you can't do this and you can't do that if you believe in God. And so really helping them to understand the love of God and what that means and what that looks like so that they will want to be in relationship with him. And I would say to start early, start training them up early so that there's a natural flow. Now, just like I'm sure most of us as parents, we did not do everything, you know, that God wanted us to, um, but helping them to know that, that God loves them and that he's a forgiving guy will also help them if they get off track to come back. So I think those are all ways that you can help your um, help to raise, you know, a Christian son. Training them up, um, like I said, taking them to church, putting them in Sunday school, putting them engaging in activities that your church is offering for children. Whether you know, um, thankfully, our church offers something from you know the infants all the way to you know the college age. So there's something for them to do, some kind of way for them to engage um, where they are. And so it's, you know, it's progressive. So because it will things will change. But I think not only, you know, in a church setting, but you as a family being engaged and you talking to your kids about, you know, what God has done in your life and how he's shown up and, and involving them in that whole process so they can see God at work. I think those are ways that we can raise, you know, Christian sons and sons that can be excited for Christ. So let me just share with you all something that happened with my sons. Remember I told you that we pray in the car on the way to school. I start off on Mondays. I pray, you know, for them and then Tuesdays and third Tuesday the rest of the week they are alternating praying. And so I didn't know that one of their teachers was had been hospitalized. I didn't know until one of my sons it was his turn to pray and Um, one of his prayers was for his teacher um, that he would, you know, get well, that God would heal him. And so I'm like, wow. um, Okay. So, you know, that led into a conversation. And then um, I think some days later, or maybe the next week I said, Hey, you know, what's going on with your teacher? And they were like, he's back at school. He's, he's much better. And so there have been some really, I've had some really like aha moments in, in, Modeling, you know, prayers for my sons and just them taking the initiatives because we're we're praying together, them taking the initiative to, to pray for their teacher on their own because they knew he had been hospitalized. And so um, when we talk about, you know, raising our Christian sons, those are things that you um, you hope to see. Um, and so, you know, that just kind of, kind of got me misty eyed when um, my son said that prayer for um, his teacher. So another thing I want to touch on is why we chose to enroll our sons or put our sons in a Christian school. And so it was really important for us that they have that foundation, not just from church, not just from us, but that they were learning it as part of their academic curriculum. And so I also wanted to set that foundation early because, um, you know, secondary schools, they may not have been in a Christian school. So I wanted to make sure that that we were encouraging them that they had a strong foundation in their faith and that it was not only being done at like I said, not only at school, I mean not only at home and at church, but also at school. So those were, you know, some of the reasons why we put them in a Christian school. And so my oldest son is not there anymore he's in a different school um, he's in a public school and so you know one of the things that I talk to him about is you know being in not allowing the atmosphere to shift him but him shifting the atmosphere him shifting the atmosphere him being light in um, him serving as the light being the salt of the earth and so um, so we talk about that we talk about how you know what that even means for him to not allow that the um, atmosphere to shift him and so what I mean by that is you know he's he's seen some um, you know some of his classmates they're not doing anything they're doing kid stuff um, but maybe things that he wasn't exposed to so maybe they're cursing more than they would normally that he he normally has heard before or you know they're talking about things that maybe he hadn't heard kids talk about and so my thing to him was you know you don't curse at least not to my knowledge and so you know don't don't start cursing because now you're in an environment where it's happening more frequently more often um and so you know just wanting him to be the leader and having people follow him and not him you know conforming to what's happening and him following them and so you know another way to bring you know biblical principles And application into his everyday, you know, life with him making this transition, I think is, you know, is is important. And so, if you have your children in a Christian foundation to start with, and then you move into a, you know, public or something else, um, just making sure that you encourage them and that you're intentional about continuing to fuel their faith, right? Because if it's not fueled, then it kind of lies dormant. And so, I have um try to be intentional about continuing to make sure that his um, that his spirit man is being fed even though it may not be it may not be fed how it was before. So if you're a parent and you're you know kind of concerned about that, I would say just be intentional if you're thinking about transitioning your son out of a Christian environment into a, a non-Christian environment or maybe one that's just not as conducive to say they're Christian, um, that you are intentional about having his spirit man fed so that, you know, he can continue to grow um, in that respect. Again, if you love the Raising Sons podcast, please share, tell your friends, subscribe and like. Until next time.